Today's scripture reading is from Ephesians, chapter 3, verses 14 through 19. For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. The word of the Lord. Please be seated. Well, good morning. I'm Tim Householder. If we haven't met, as Pastor Tammy said, it is fall kickoff weekend. And I just thought I'd start this message out by asking if there are any people wearing Cubs uh, gear today, if you'd like to wear this instead. I, because uh, I have it, I mean, I, we are into conversion here at Alleluia. So we're open to that. And if there's any Cubs fans who would like to come forward for prayer after the service, I will pray with you and we'll pray for conversion and you can come to cheer for the Chicago baseball team here in Chicago. Amen, anybody out there? All right, Cubs fans are leaving right now. Don't leave. Before we get into this uh, sermon series this morning, I would uh, like to, to uh, lift up our program year-long theme, which is now on this beautiful banner and we'll put it on the screen. And our theme this year is, say it again. We just heard a scripture reading about the love of Christ that's deep and wide. I grew up uh, as a little guy, uh, late 60s. Yeah, I'm old. And we sang hymns, we had pews. We had a hymnal, we had every song out of that hymnal, and that's how I started to know church. But then I went to something, the most incredible thing my church has ever had and I ever had experienced as a young little tyke called Vacation Bible School. I went to Vacation Bible School and the director taught us the greatest song I'd ever heard in my life in church. And it was called... It was called... And if you are physically able, I'm going to now invite you to stand. Get up. Yes, you're doing this. And if you're not physically able, I understand that because there will be some actions. So do what you're able to do and don't, you know, don't do what you're not able to do. But the director came out and said, good morning, boys and girls. And so you'll say, good morning, Pastor Tim. All right, now a lot of you want to leave right now, but don't. I'm going to ask you to participate with words and actions in a song to make a joyful noise to the Lord about the love of Christ that's deep and wide. The greatest song I'd ever heard as a young tyke in the church at Vacation Bible School. And you're probably thinking, I'm not going to do this. But if you love Jesus, you will. Okay, so it goes like this if you don't know it. And I will teach it to you. And we're going to start out with the bass altos. So I'm going to give you some love because tenors and sopranos, you can always go an octave up from what we're doing. But we can't always do what you're doing. So I'm going to go down here deep, deep. Here we go. And you can go up an octave if you have to do it. And here's the song if you don't know it. It goes deep and wide, deep and wide. And we went like this. There's a fountain flowing like that. 
deep and wide. And there's a pause in the song, but why have a pause in the song when you can go, dun, 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 okay? And then you do it again, but it has a little different ending. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and big hands wide. Wave those hands. That's the song. You've been taught it. Now I want to hear you. Like, you want to sing about the love of Christ that's deep and wide on fall kickoff weekend because we got, you know, it's fall kickoff weekend. Here we go. Ready? Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Bum, ba -dum, bum, bum, bum. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Now it gets fun because you take out a word. But you don't. But you don't say the word. You don't even, mm. Some of you grew up going, mm, and why. You don't get to do that. It's just silence. So it goes like this. Ready? Ready? And wide. And wide. There's a fountain flowing. And wide. Bum, ba -dum, bum, bum, bum. And wide. And wide. There's a fountain flowing. And wide. Take it wide. And and there's a fountain flowing, and bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 and, and there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Everybody, here we go, everything. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Bum, louder, deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain. Flowing. Big finish, deep and wide. Give yourselves a hand. Give someone a high five next to you. Have a seat. Have a seat. Oh, whew, hang on one second. I'm not getting any younger. So our theme for this program year from now till the end of August is, and it's about the love of Christ. So deep. So wide, deep enough to know the profound, unconditional, grace-filled love of God in your life. Wide enough for everyone. Wide enough for everyone. Wide enough for someone who might say, God could never love me. Deep and wide. It's fall kickoff weekend. I love football. I love this day. I love getting ready. Uh, I understand there's a little game tonight. I heard there's a game tonight. And uh, we're playing some team. Who are the Bears playing tonight? I don't know. Who are the? Oh, yeah, the Packers. The Packers. So uh, who's going to watch that game? All right. Yeah, I might tune in. And, you know, on fall kickoff weekend, I think about football. And football, there's a team. There's a playbook. And there's a coach. So I want to talk about those three things. First of all, there's a team. That's little Giants, and that's my little jab for you Packers fans. Yeah, that, that might be my only shot today. So just let me, let me engage in that, all right? That might be my only chance. But there's a team. I want to talk about Hallelujah's team. This team has this many players on it as of Friday. 2,139 players on this team, give or take. 
for a transient area. Just, it goes down, it goes up. But 2,139 players, that brings a wealth of time and talent, financial resources, and an incredible chance to do amazing things for God in the world. As part of the parent denomination, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, which of there are over 9,000 congregations in the country, the average size of those 9,500 plus churches in America is this. We are kind of an odd duck in our denomination, only in size. Because most of the churches in the ELCA, as we, break, as we abbreviate it, are 385 members. That's not who worship, it's, that's members. And so we have this incredible gift to be community together and to have our incredible uh, joining of, of talents and volunteering and, and then our incredible backgrounds and our life stories and, and our diversity and, and who we are as a people. And, and, and we know we have people on both sides of, of the political aisles and the social issues aisles. And that's okay. We can be that church together. It's a blessing. My heart breaks, though, when I see the statistics from 2005 to 2015 in the ELCA, that from 2005 to 2015, the ELCA has lost this percentage of their worshipers on a weekend. A third. Now, you in business, who run a business or work with numbers in your business, that's not a good number, is it? But since I've been here for seven years, now starting my eighth year with you, we've, we have Level. We've been level. We've dipped. We've grown a little since I've been here, and we've dipped a little since I've been here. And I'm imagining that will ebb and flow in our community as we go forward. So all to say, an encouragement as a team with 2,139 players on it, we're doing great. If in our denomination we've lost a third of our worshipers, but we're staying steady, we're doing great. And we have a chance to change this. We can change this. We as our individual church and we as the else, we can change this. But it has to begin with wanting to know about the love of Christ that's deep and, and wide. There are a lot of reasons to come to church, be a part of a church, do church together. But unless it's grounded in the love of Christ, well, of those uh, 9,532 uh, churches, as far as worship attendance goes, we're in this percentage of the top, 1%. Now, we know there's bigger churches around us here in Naperville, and two of them happen to be in our parent denomination. They're in the central and, north, and part of the city, which was, which was there a lot longer than we have been here. So we're sort of the third ELCA church to come along as far as the three big ones are. And what a blessing it is to have uh, that partnership with them and, and that, that networking opportunity with them. But we're, we're, we're 1%. This is the team. It's kind of fun to know the numbers sometimes. We're an incredible, unique, wonderful church. Um, most of the churches in America, over half of the churches in America, this isn't just our denomination anymore, have 80 people worshiping on a weekend or less. We, we, we are a part of this big church, so we think, oh, all the churches are like ours. No, they're not. 
We're a part of something very unique and very special and very wonderful. And God is calling us to go deeper. And God is calling us to go wider. And how can we do that as a church this year in our program year? Well, let's talk about that a little bit in the next few minutes together. Oops. Um, we have a playbook. Uh, teams have a playbook. I'm going to guess tonight part of the Bears playbook for this game is to get to a guy in the green and gold wearing number 12. I, I just... Bears fans, you think that's part of the game plan? Get to number 12. Oh, get to number 12. I'm sorry. But we have a game plan too at Alleluia. It's called our mission statement. We have a game plan for doing life together as a church. And if you don't know it or you're visiting us today, uh, lucky for you because I'm going to put it on the screen and we're all going to read it together. Here we go. To enable all to come, connect, and commit to Jesus. One more time. To enable all to come, connect, and commit to Jesus. These three C's are our core values, and the rest of this series is going to break these down in the following weeks, so it'll be a great series together. But we're, we're, we're our mission, the reason we're here, is to enable everyone to know who? Jesus. And we can never forget that. Because coming to Jesus, connecting to Jesus, and committing to Jesus is to know his love for you. And that changes everything. We use uh, in our leadership circles this thing called the Alleluia Loop. And um, who's at the middle of that? Jesus. And, you know, the on the left side, the arrow coming into the loop says come, and it's leading to worship, and so that's what you're doing right now. So turn to someone and go, it's so great you're at worship today. Say that out loud to someone right now. It's so great you're at worship today. As you go around the top of the loop, you get connected through learning. From adults to preschool, we have opportunities for you to know about the love of Christ that's deep and wide. That's what it's about. In two weeks, we're going to talk about that uh, in our series. And then down at the bottom, commit, serving, being a part of our volunteer ministries, which Pastor Tammy lifted up. And I hope you'll turn in those cards after the service and get your, your orange crush, because you will be crushing it if you step forward in volunteer ministries. And, and opportunities, we're going to talk about our mission weekend in a few weekends, and we're going to lift up all of our mission partners, a really new, exciting one I hope you've heard about and I've read about called Hope International. So we're going to have the 5K that weekend, and I hope you'll get your, your friends and, and people you know to come and sign up for that to raise funds. Every dollar raised is going to go to our mission partners in the 5K. And so we're looping, we're doing worshiping, we're doing learning, we're doing serving. This is our game plan. Worshiping, learning, serving. Say it with me. Worshiping, learning, serving. One more time. Worshiping, learning, serving. All around who? Jesus. Because it's about his love. And knowing that love. A team has a coach. There he is, the coach. We have a coach. You're not looking at him right now. At best, I'm an assistant coach. Pastor Mark, Pastor Tammy, our staff, we're assistant coaches. We have a coach. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus, and I'm holding his very words in my hand. The words of God, the voice of God, God in flesh. He became flesh to live among us, and 
when he speaks, God speaks, and we have his living and active word, his coaching, his teaching. We've got it right here. To know the love of Christ means to engage in what he has taught us. He is our coach. So we've got a team. We've got a big team, a great team, a diverse team, an awesome team. We've got a playbook to enable all to come connect and commit to Jesus through our core values and our loop. And we've got a coach. His name is Jesus. What a great day to be the church. What a great time in history to be the church. To embrace and to share the love of Christ, which is deep and wide. And as we do that as a church, as we run this playbook together with our coach on this team, it's important to ask tough questions. I love this church because a lot of times in our sermon series, we are not afraid to ask tough questions. Last August, if you missed that series, we were talking about, is it possible to have hope in the, in the difficult trials of life or the different parts of life where we're just looking for hope? This series is going to ask a really fun and tough question, though. And it's this. God, are you up there? I'll tell this joke 50 times in the past, and I'll tell it 50 times more, and I think it's perfect for today than this theme. A rock climber is being a little arrogant. He doesn't have his, his safety apparatus. He slips. He's falling. He reaches out. He grabs a cliff. He's just hanging on. He's got his fingers. That's it. One hand. He's just hanging there. And he shouts out that question, God, are you up there? God, are you up there? He hears a voice reply, surprisingly, yes, I'm here. Oh, great, great. God, can you help me? Yes, I'll help you. Trust me and let go. Is there anyone else up there? kind of summarizes our faith lives sometimes when we ask this, we cry this out, God, are you up there? And we get this sense, our heart, our faith stirs, and God says, yeah, I, I, I'm up, I, I'm there. And we go, okay, help me. And God goes, okay, but it's going to be a door you might not want to go through, or it's going to be a path you might not want to walk, or it's going to ask you to do something that you may not want to do. And then we go, oh, okay, well, is there anyone else up there? I want to launch into today's part of the series in the next few minutes by having us look at an incredible promise from God as we ask this question. It comes through the prophet Isaiah, or Jeremiah, excuse me, in the Old Testament. Let's bring that up. If you can see it, read it with me. Here we go. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. That's God speaking through the prophet to God's people in Old Testament times when they were asking the question. God, are you up there? Have you deserted us? I mean, do you care? And God says, you'll, you'll find me if you seek me. With all your what? All your heart. Too often we're looking for God in all the wrong places. He wants to be right here. Paul says it in our scripture today from Ephesians, your inner being. Turn with me in your Bibles to the New Testament book of Ephesians that we had read this morning. I want to just jump through a few verses with you, and I want you to know this is St. Paul's prayer for first century Christians, but I want to echo this prayer. This is my prayer for us as a church as well. I will be praying this prayer for us as a church as we think about 
a year of going deep and wide with the love of Christ. And so look with me in Ephesians 3, 14. Paul says, For this reason I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of our, his glorious riches, God may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your what? Your inner being. In your heart. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to, here's the first thing, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. My prayer for all of you is that we this year will grasp that love. Next, verse 19, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. That's the next thing, to know this love. It's one thing to grasp it and say, yeah, I'm going to go deep and wide with God. I want to grasp on. I'm going to hang on. I'm going to grab it. It's another thing entirely to know it, to know it. I'd been hearing about God's love my whole youth, my whole childhood growing up. I went to a little Bible camp you might have heard of. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Lutherdale. And late in the week, I had a profound spiritual moment where I knew the love of Christ was real. It's one thing to hear about and try to grasp it. It's another thing entirely to know it and experience it. And finally, second part of 19, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. To be filled with the presence of God, number three, is my prayer for us this year. That we will have people, members, visitors, people connected to our church who are going to experience and be filled to the full with the presence of God. Where in that moment, you just know God is there. When you cry out the prayer, God, are you up there? The answer is a profound, absolutely, I am there. A few years back, I went to a, a conference for, for pastors. And the David Crowder Band was starting opening worship. They asked us all to stand up. And those of you who listen to Contemporary Christian know the David Crowder Band. David Crowder Band starts playing, and I'm listening to that music, and I'm standing there, and I'm just, you know, I'm doing what I always do when I'm asked to stand and worship. I stand and worship. And I'm singing, and I'm clapping. And all of a sudden, in that moment, in that first song they were doing, I became so overwhelmed with the presence of God in that moment. I literally, I can only explain it to you in this way. I literally collapsed back into my chair. I couldn't stand. I physically couldn't stand. I was so profoundly moved in that moment that I just collapsed. And I sat there, and for a minute I thought, what just happened to me? And I just felt the presence of God, and I felt that incredible moment. Have you had that? This is my prayer for all of you, that we grasp the love of Christ this year, that we know the love of Christ, that we can be filled to the full with the presence of God. So we cry out, the question, God, are you up there? And he goes, hold it. I'm not some distant God who doesn't care. I'm not some aloof God galaxies away. I'm right here. I'm right here. God, are you up there? Uh Uh-uh. I'm right here if you let me in. I'm right here in your inner being. I'm right here to fill you to the full. I'm right here for you to experience the love of God that's deep and wide. 
And I just know so often we hunger for that love. God whispers back, I'm right here. Knowing Christ's love can happen then in, in, a, in the following three ways. And we're going to talk about that as the series progresses next weekend and beyond. The first is worshiping. You're doing that right now. The next one is learning. We've talked about that already. We have so many opportunities for you to learn. If you haven't taken the Alpha course, please register today. Kick the tires on this class. Come and see. And you will have an incredible experience on the Alpha course for adults. And the last one I've already brought up, the, the mission weekend is coming. We're going to talk about serving others. And Pastor Tammy's had you fill out those cards. And when you turn left, you're going to turn it in. And you're just going to get information. I hope you heard her. You're not signing your life away. You're not even signing up to volunteer. You're just getting information. And we bring up the loop again. There's so many ways to uh, serve. And we get in that loop and we get in that rotation and we start to understand that being in, engaged with Christ's love is worshiping and learning and serving. We're going to talk about mission and lift it up in a few weekends from now, but since we lifted it up in our, in our, in our announcements and we're asking you to get more information about it, I want you to hear from five people in our church in the next real short video what it's like. What's it like for them to volunteer? What do they do? What's it mean to them? And what do they get out of it? Take a look. I volunteer by ushering at the 9.15 a.m. Sunday service. It all started with ushering. I help out with the sound. I was a part of the adult ministries team. I serve on the church council. Now I'm also the commissioner of the men's basketball league. In past, been an AY High leader. With Kids Connect. Lead the Operation Christmas Child mission. A little bit of lecturing. Being on the adult ministries development team. A vacation Bible school and my daughter and I are greeters on Sunday mornings in long story short pretty much in any way that someone from Alleluia asks me <laughs> we volunteer at Alleluia because God has blessed our family in so many different ways we feel that God's led us to this church for a reason and that we have to take an active role in it as I think it's part of scripture that you should give your time God has given me talents so I like to give that talents back in ways and one of the ways that I do is through volunteering I think it's good for the soul ultimately um, it really does help um, myself and my family um, become more connected at Alleluia um, but we also see what others gain from the efforts that that we put in It's important for everyone to get in the game because our church is constantly evolving and everyone has different talents and gifts that can be utilized to better serve our church. Churches are run by, by volunteers and all of the amazing opportunities that we have here at our church wouldn't be possible without all the countless volunteers, um, you know, from thinking about Kids Connect, how many volunteers it takes to run the program and that we all benefit from that. I think everybody out there has talents. That's why God has given them to you to give back. And one great way to give back is through church. 
that's really important to us is being good role models for our children. And we have found that through our volunteering at church, we've helped to include our children more. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen our son Aaron helping Matt with ushering. We always make it known to them when we're doing something for church that that's what we're doing and why we're doing it, how we're serving God. So it's really important to kind of establish that for our children. Some of my best friends have come from this church and the people I've met through different volunteering groups that I've done. So I'm blessed with that. From volunteering, we gain a sense of community and camaraderie with our other volunteers. But most importantly, we have the opportunity to show our kids how important faith, this church, and serving our God truly is. One of the first things I think that we gain from volunteering is deeper relationships um, with God as well as with ourselves um, and the community here at Alleluia. Let's give those five people a hand for uh, sharing their thoughts with us. And I just want to echo what Matt said at the end. Um, deeper relationship with God through volunteering. Deeper relationship with others. Deep and wide. I don't get to say this enough, and I should say it more, but I love this church. I absolutely love this church. The privilege of being one of your pastors. I love being your pastor, and I love you. And I am so excited for this year to be about focusing on knowing the love of Christ more in our lives. It's deep and wide. It's like a fountain flowing deep and wide. Do you want to experience that? Let's pray. Gracious God, you love the world you created so much that you sent your son to save it. And where your love was displayed in its entirety, in its profound nature, was on the cross. And through faith in our Savior Jesus, we're forgiven. And we live in the promise of eternal life. Lord, that is a life-changing love that is so deep and so wide. May we know that love. May we be filled to the full with your presence. And may we share that love with the world around us for your sake. It's in Jesus' name we pray and we all said together.